Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now everything i learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy whether one line of plot holes or two it is poopies. It's time to get busy with your friends, Stephen Izzy. New York trapper Tom Dobb becomes an unwilling participant in the American Revolutionary War after his son Ned is drafted into the army by the villainous Sergeant Major Peasy. Tom attempts to find his son and eventually becomes convinced that he must take a stand and fight for freedom, the freedom of the colonies alongside the aristocratic rebel Daisy McConaughey. As Tom undergoes his change of heart, the events of the war unfold in large-scale grandeur. This is 1985's Revolution. Yes, starring Al Pacino. And Donald Sutherland. <laughs> this uh this is a movie I didn't know existed until uh a week or two ago and I can't believe why not cuz it's the great thespian Al P- Alfred Alfredo Pacino <laughs> in a movie about the revolutionary war sort of This is a movie that as of a few days ago I wish I didn't know existed That is also true <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. Everything I Learned From Movies. And as mentioned, yeah, we're talking about the uh, 1985 uh, major flop, apparently, uh, movie mm-hmm. called The Revolution. I can't imagine why it flopped. It has zero peaks and almost no valleys. It's just <laughs> a long, monotonous dredge of monotone sadness. It really is. But uh, before we get ahead of ourselves... Thirsty. Ooh, I am. What do we have? Well, what do you say we uh, start off with a Full Sail Amber from uh, Full Sail Brewing out of Hood River, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Oregon's original, apparently. Mm-hmm. And as it says on the bottle here, ridiculously tasty. Mm, I'm down. So the reason we picked Full Sail is in the very beginning of this movie, our, our hero, Tom, is a fur trapper with his own boat. And he pulls into harbor, and the revolutionary rebels basically rip him and his son right off of it and go, thanks for donating to the war. Yeah, basically it, it, it basically starts out with a little narration of uh, Tom Dobbs, played by Al Pacino, and his son. And Al Pacino was pulling, doing a bad accent. Yeah, and I, I think the narration... Okay, uh, so the movie was released in 1985, but it was mm-hmm. re, remastered, the revisited right. version mm-hmm. in 2009. Um and apparently what they did with it is they took, what was it? I can only assume, an even more horrible movie that was ten minutes longer and different oh. ending and all that. Um, and they added more Pacino narration because I, if they added more narration, I could... I, I, I don't know what the There would just be. be silence and, like, 
people screaming in the distance or something like it would just, just be like long shots uh, of cast members. All right, anyway. anyway, yeah, it's a narration of him like uh, uh, apparently he's come to this this new world to start over with his boy and after oh, the boy's mom into, died. Yeah, as my mom, mom and two of the children died. Just me and my boy. That's all I got. We're gonna start from the beginning. His terrible, terrible accent. That was. Uh, I don't. I think it's supposed to be like Irish, but it it's basically just Pacino. Well, since the fur trapper is in maybe French. Like French Canadian or something. Yeah. yeah well, his last name Dobbs, so Welsh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm having a beer. Yeah. I'm not nearly one, drunk enough. One, to one moment. Steve is uh, handing me a delightful beer. You want to listen to it, Google? All right. Yeah, so full sale. We're really excited for this beer. Beautiful, good, honey. <laughs> I had Steve doing the pour this time. So if you uh, just had some dead air there, I blame the man. Mm. Yeah, right. but uh, also got good time. Would you like to speak into the mic, honey? I guess. <laughs> I've been a little under the weather the past couple of days, so if I sound a little bit like very wide, you'll know why. <laughs> that mm. is a crystal clear beverage. Yes. It's a amber in color, you might yeah. say. Yeah. It literally looks like the piece of amber from Jurassic Park. Like, it is completely mm. see-through and dark and warm. And it tastes like a mosquito asshole. Oh, I mean, uh, it, it tastes like an amber. <laughs> I um, didn't know you liked mosquitoes that much. Yeah, it? I know. What, what are you talking about? Um, yeah, it's a little amber, a little caramely. Mm. Might be a little... beverage. Yeah, it's pretty good. Might be a little old in the bottle, um, but... Lots but of malty goodness, good. not too much hot. Yeah, yeah very malt forward. For sure. Yeah, a creamy head that lingers. Mm. <laughs> How about the mouthfeel? <laughs> mouthfeel. Wait, wait, honey, I gotta repeat that other piece part. It has a creamy head that lingers. Uh, and excellent mouthfeel. Hoo-ah! <laughs> uh, do we get to start quoting other Pacino movies yet, or do oh, we have to stick with this one? Absolutely. It'll, it'll just kind of ha- naturally happen. <laughs> Them in my everyday life. Um, Where does he fuck? Everywhere! <laughs> By the way, if you've never seen Devil's Advocate, pause this podcast, go watch a good Pacino movie, and then come back and listen to about a bad Pacino movie. Uh, we'll talk about it later. That's probably the greatest Pacino movie ever. And we're talking about the guy who was the, the star of Godfather and Godfather <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say Devil's Advocate is the movie where Al Pacino is the most Pacino-y. That's true. Yeah. He is he is doing a caricature of himself. Ugh. Goddamn American icon. Anyway. Okay, so let's get back to the other anyway, movie. Anyway, let's get back watching. to the pro- possibly the worst movie Pacino has ever in. <laughs> He's just not charismatic at all. No, His character's but, unlikable. But he fits in perfectly with this movie. Um. Everyone so, in this movie is so, unlikable. Even it, the kid who I, you want to feel bad for him, and then you're like, you're just you, boring. You don't. Uh, well, okay. What is the kid's personality? Tell me the kid's major personality trait. Angsty teenager. Or is it, his major personality trait is getting kidnapped. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, is his sure. number one Well, and he also trait. runs away. Oh, my God, honey. He's a Disney princess. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. What was, what was his name? Kid name? Like Ned, Ned. Ned. Oh my god, that's right. Ned Dobbs. 
<laughs> Ned is a Disney princess. Ugh. He has to be saved. Well, all right. Constantly. So to start off, um, it's a movie about the Revolutionary War, made by the British Film Society, aka the losing side of the war. <laughs> so that may give you a hint right there what? of the tone of the film. Uh, the director was a guy named Hugh Hodson, who um, actually did Chariots of Fire a couple years earlier, and like Academy Award winner. I think that won for Best Picture. Right? He also had a car named the Hudson Hornet. <laughs> crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> Uh, also, I, I found this amazing. The year before he made this, he made Greystroke, The Legend of Tarzan. What's that, Steve? It's a movie where Christopher Lambert of the Highlander mm. fame plays Tarzan, and Andy McDowell is Jane. Oh, God, that I That very well it. may make it to this podcast. Oh, <laughs> if it is anything like this movie... Okay, so, real quick, pause. <laughs> this Tarzan, is a- Jane. Right? Okay, so I have to say, this is a movie starring Al Pacino and Donald Sutherland. Yes. Arguably two of, like, some of the most iconic actors we have. Like, yeah. yeah. Definitely, like, up there top tier. How is this movie so fucking boring? <laughs> well, for Donald Sutherland, I think it's because he plays a British general, who, or sergeant general, whatever, sergeant major, whatever, peasy. Um <laughs> I couldn't identify what kind of accent he was trying to do. Like, <laughs> it was kind of a Scottish brogue. It's like a Scottish brogue meets a major stroke. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like if Sean Connery had Gary Busey's head injury. <laughs> <laughs> that is it! That is exactly it! <laughs> oh, oh, talking, uh, like, I feel like he needed subtitles half the time. Oh. No, no, no. Easily 80% of his dialogue I cannot understand. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Alright, so let's go over the plot a little bit. Dobbs and Son, they come in on their boat. Mm-hmm. The instant they pull into the harbor in Brooklyn... Yeah. Uh, the kid gets kidnapped. The kid gets kidnapped. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, I mean, he gets tossed out of the boat by strangers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they both kind of get kicked out of the he boat because... Snatched. You know, re- revolutionaries are like, ah, give your boat to your new country. He's like, nah, I'm good. And they're like, well, we're taking it anyway, fucker. Pretty much. And then somebody wrote him like an IOU for seven bucks or whatever it was. Right. No, no, it was 75. Was it 75? Oh, okay. Because he only got paid 45. Oh, I thought that was I thought that was for like the years of service and oh, oh no, 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 no that's were, right that's right seventy five yeah that's for just about for his years of service he's supposed to get one hundred and forty five acres and they're like well acres, you get yeah. nothing yeah like eh sucks for you talk to the treasurer um, <laughs> you know who else gets promised oh, that same oh, deal please. later in his spoiler history? alert by the way no okay. <laughs> <laughs> who who gets that deal. It, it, it does involve 40 acres and or some sort of domesticated farm animal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Welchers from the beginning, apparently. So, so yeah, this is a somewhat realistic telling of the revolution. No, so, yeah, they basically <laughs> take over his boat, Ram and IOU. Um, and then while he goes to, I don't know, tur- get, oh, yeah, sorry, he goes to the bank to try to cash it. And, of course, banks are closed, blah, blah, yeah. blah, because everybody wants their money, because everybody's apparently having their shit taken. Uh, the boy signs up for the army so that he can get 50 cents or whatever, so they, because they have no money, because their boat just got hijacked. Yeah, I think it was like, he like, he runs up and he's like, Dad, here's like five dollars. Five shillings or something. Yeah, 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 he's like, where did you get this? And he goes, I signed up for the army, and I get 150 acres, and we're done. And, uh, and. And of course, you know, like, I'm sorry, Tom Dobb, like, it's not your wall. 
Let's let's go. And of course, the guys are like, "Hey, where are you going? You don't know there. Don't take our fresh meat." That's right. Uh, so so they both went to the army so they can stay together because again, all they have, they have no money, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. So they join the the militia basically. Yeah. Tom's gonna watch over his boy. Yeah, they gotta watch over his boy, and they and oh my god, she. Uh, then there's uh, also in this Liberty Revolution mix yeah. is. Is a uh, oh my god, what would you call her? Uh, the the lady, Natasha Kinsky. Oh oh um, I have her name here just a second. Oh, oh yeah uh, yeah her name's uh, uh what was it? Uh, Daisy. Daisy. Daisy McConaughey. She's a yeah. she's a well-to-do lady, but she wants yeah. to be part of the revolution. She's an angsty teen. So she and she uh, she lives with her mothers and her her mother and her sisters because dad's a uh, a good friend of the British higher ups but he's always away. Yeah, yeah, they're they're very well to do. They live in their estate with their slaves and mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, cooks and very. And she's constantly running out the house covered in red and white ribbons and. Yeah, she's she's filming the revolution. Holding uh, children right. down while other people saw their legs off. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she she's kind of a nurse, but then you know no, she's, she's not really. She's just kind of there. By, she's yeah. fascinated by the gore. It, it gets her off. She's she's like most people that uh, get off watching car crashes or something. But by they the, didn't have cars back then. So by the way, if you ever go to watch the movie, the Academy Award-winning movie Crash, make sure you get the right, the right one. one. <laughs> I did not. And apparently they're both pretty horrible. <laughs> uh, but. Um, Anyway. So yeah, uh, they're they're in the war. There's fighting, Revolutionary War. You know the the state. Well, nothing really states yet. Colony. Uh, the yeah, the colonies going against the redcoats and redcoats. The uh, this version are basically led by Donald Sutherland as mm-hmm. Sergeant Major Peavy. Weird name, but he, you know he's a tall, cool badass and got a big old mole on the side of his cheek. So you yeah. can tell who he is. Yeah, it makes him distinctive. Everybody else has the. The same outfit and the powder face and yeah, always that. Um, gee, what there's a weird rapey scene where like they line up a bunch of young nubile boys oh, and kind of a really fat guy wearing a lot of makeup. Yeah, and, uh, and of course Dobbs is one of the boys as well as one of his friends. Yeah, and uh, uh, and Dobbs bites him or spits uh, on him. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. He's like, ooh, this one's nice, and like spits on him, and then uh, oh, what what was. So they lashed well, his feet. Yeah, what was it called? The, the Shallows Bottom or Gallows Bride? Gallows, yeah, yeah, Gallows Bride. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Um, like, does he scoop the dead bodies out of the bottom of the gallows? Yeah, from yeah, like the put their hair up like the Bride of Frankenstein, then hang them. I don't know. Um, apparently, it's when you whip their the soles of their feet until Which they're raw. Really like, does sound like the worst thing ever. <sighs> like, I will take the back over. I would take my back over my feet. Yeah. Uh, and apparently oh this almost kills him because he gets like rescued by. Oh, he's got open point. sores at the bottom of his feet. It's middle of winter. Revolutionary time. Yeah, I mean, he he's about to die of like diphtheria or you know some Oregon Trail shit going on. Was that before <laughs> or after they killed the Indians? That was way before. Okay. Okay. Because at some point, be, 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 Dobbs also okay, kills so, the Indians. So how does Dobbs get in the British whatever? He gets captured. He gets captured. Um, I think at the same time, Pacino gets broken away. Is that when the fox hunt thing is? There's yeah. a fox hunt where uh, Pacino yeah, and another guy. Yeah, because they're both captured, and basically Pacino's like, "I'll work, like I'll work for you. I'm not on anybody's side." Yeah. And the Brits are like, "Whatever." 
whatever, dude. We're, and, and they basically the two of them are tied to this uh, no, 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 carcass. No, there basically. are two men because the son is not also tied. Yeah, yeah, Pacino and uh, another another guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You've got to make when you say the two of them. You a, another POW, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so they're tied to basically a sack full of meat because uh, there are no foxes to hunt in America yet because they've been brought foxes over. Yeah. Um, and uh, and the good Brits want a good fox hunt, so they're all dressed up like. Fancy, fancy, fancy ladies. Fancy, you know, foxy fox. Foxy fox catchers. Oh, and they got Lord Belmont or whatever his name. Lord Hampton, who's played by Richard O'Brien from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, that's Riff Raff. Riff Raff, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I only watched that movie once. Did not care. That's for, that's for Blasphemy! Please don't turn these podcasts off because he has terrible taste. Yeah, well, it makes me hurt this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. You'll like me a lot better. And regardless, there's a fox hunt involved. The, the, dogs, don't go, the dogs don't go hungry. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. You have to, you have to watch that scene. Yeah. But, uh, Spoiler, <laughs> yeah. Pacino survives. Because otherwise there wouldn't be a movie. <laughs> um, the end. How but, nice would it have been if this movie ended there? Yeah, oh my god. It'll save us an hour at least. Right. Um, <laughs> so, so we're talking about this movie at the same time like, oh my god, it's so horrible, blah, blah, blah. But there are, it's, it's pretty good. well shot, but it's very, it's gray. It's all gray. It's all foggy all the time. It's, there's no points of levity in it. Um, Pacino no. does go to save his boy, though. He does. That's good. Saves his boy, and then he <clears throat> kills some Mohawk Indians. That's right. And then he meets up with, I forget what the other tribe was. Uh, Iroquois, I think. Yeah, and the Iroquois are like, oh, you killed Mohawks? Cool. Yeah, You're a come now. hang out with us. And that's where we get to see the legendary actor Graham Greene. Yeah. Uh, you need an Indian in your movie. He's the guy. Oh, my God, he really is. He's like Maverick and Thunderheart and... Google yeah. Graham Greene, and you'll be like, oh, yeah. he's the guy who plays the Indian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not Native American, he's always an Indian. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, but, uh, and yeah, after that, there's a lot more battles, uh, Pacino. And his, it kind uh, of all bleeds together, because you know. there's no climate, there's no super highs, there's no super lows. It's just a long, monotonous track. And uh, Daisy keeps popping up every couple of scenes just to be like, oh, yeah, there is a girl in this movie with flying. She has nothing to do with any of it. It's not like a love interest or anything either. No. It's like, I mean, like the fourth scene or whatever she's in, she she's all like, oh, I have to do something to save them. They've only talked one other time, or mm-hmm. like one and a half other times. First time they talked when it, when they were both like exhausted from the war, and she comes over and there's like, oh, would you like some water? Yeah, that'd be great. Tell me about yourself. And he, she's basically straddling him, asking him about the war, and she's like kind of rubbing on him. But it was very like she was just straddling him, and it's like again, I think she was getting off on like the gory details. Right. The only other time is when uh, like. After the first battle, or like the second battle, or something, she calls him a traitor. Next time they meet up, she's like, "Oh, I like him and his boy." Oh, oh she called him her. a traitor because they yeah, because had walked they away ran. from one of the battles that everybody else yeah. was losing. Basically, yeah. they they fled. They scattered. Yeah. Yeah, and then it turns out they were like the only ones who survived because they scattered. Yeah, exactly. Uh, such a rude. And, and, and and she literally is like, "You ran away." 
you're a traitor. Yeah, and then like the last 40 minutes of the movie is she gets... <laughs> Uh, the, there's an attack while she's like leaving a fort, and it just kind of cuts scene to like a day later. And like, yeah, we don't know where Daisy went. We don't know if she was alive or dead. Blah blah blah. Never resolve the rest of the no. movie. And, 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 it's, and, and it's weird because it's like I think that's where he's supposed to have this change of heart. Because now all of a sudden he's like, now I have to fight for Daisy. And it's like, why? Yeah. She's just some chick you randomly bumped into a couple of times. Yeah. Like, hey, it's still a small country. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I the other girls here. You saw Annie Lennox. <laughs> right? She has a small part in this movie, and she sings, but she's dubbed. Fun fact. Mm. Probably we'll save that for later, but it's pointless. Annie Lennox cameo. cameo! But, yeah, uh, the movie just kind of goes on from there, and it ends with revolution. I don't know. <laughs> At some point, the kid gets a chick, uh, the uh, oh, man gets yeah. a chick pregnant. Like that was just kind of like, hey, now I have a wife and I'm pregnant. Yeah, yeah. They go like he goes to cash in his IOUs at the end of the war. You know when they chase most of the redcoats off and all that. And they're like, yeah, we're gonna give you like half of the money we owe you and none of the land. And he's like, there's a there's a little stand. This uh, when people fight for something out here. So bring it up with Congress. Yeah, they don't use the Secretary of State. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. There's the whole thing like Texas Congress. Well, where is Congress? Well, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be here. Yeah. Coming. Well, where? Where can I wait for them? It's coming. They're, they're, they're coming here. Yeah. Or they're like yeah, Philadelphia the or something. <laughs> what's the address? You know what? Like, they'll talk to you. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll just say roll credits at that point. It's right. Pretty pointless. Uh, don't watch this movie. Even the revisited version was pretty much unwatchable. I can only imagine how horrible the first version was. Don't watch this movie. So, instead, what movies would you recommend watching Al Pacino in? Ooh, for an Al Pacino movie, definitely Devil's Advocate. Absolutely. It, yeah. Al Pacino, the devil, spoiler alert, it's in the title for fuck's sake. Um, mm. And Keanu Reeves. I mean, yeah. If that's not enough, you guys see some Shirley Sterling today. Yeah, you do. Not nearly as hot as you would think, though. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I don't know. What movies would you recommend, Hanson? Well, I mean, Godfather's always good. Scarface. Scarface, of course. Uh, Dog Day Afternoon's pretty good. Serpico. Even Ocean 13. I'll recommend that. Ocean 13. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> 88 minutes, I would say pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Heat. Oh, yeah. Gotta watch Heat. How about Dick Tracy? Uh, I watched that again for the first time in like 20 years. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay. I, it was shot like a comic, but it, at the same time, it's just so colorful and... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's actually kind of surprisingly dark. <laughs> there was oh, a yeah. lot of killing in that movie for being Disney or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, it's more in Baby's baby project, like since he was a kid and he wanted to make fun. So, you know, <laughs> good for him. Yeah, check it out. Why not? How about Son of a Woman? <laughs> that movie's okay. <laughs> Alrighty. How about for um, Independence Day movies? The Fourth of July. Mm, yes. Oh, and Happy Fourth of July for listening to this. Woo! On the uh, the birthday of our nation. Birth of America. Two hundred and forty years now. Yeah, two forty. Woo! Woo, America. 
Yeah. You gotta watch Independence Day for Independence Day, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. What do you think about Resurgence? We haven't seen it yet, but... Haven't seen it. I am optimistic. Maybe we'll have to check that out this weekend. Just gotta know if it's worth watching. Or you're probably already watching. It's been out for a week or so. <laughs> also, I'm thinking... Let us know what, how it is. Yeah, let's know. Should we waste 30 bucks on it? <laughs> Get us on Facebook or, or the Twitter. Um, I'm also thinking Team America for Independence yeah, Day. Yeah, absolutely. Team America World Police. Yeah. Fuck yeah, um, America! I heard John Adams is a good TV series of on HBO with Paul Giamatti, but I, I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Fightful goes west. Yeah. Wait, is that good? That's like Wild Wild West. Yeah, or, or an American. <laughs> that's, that's like saying, oh, what uh, what is it, Penn State movies would you recommend? Mm, Predator Two. It's set in America. No, no, no. But all right, so <laughs> I guess really, I guess really, an American tale because it's all about them coming to America and starting their life and looking for red space with cheese. Yeah. And, and well, then being ruled by aristocratic cats. In that, in that vein of, you know, an immigrant coming to the country, living the American dream, I would also recommend Scarface. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or The Godfather. Yeah, well, I mean, just like movies yeah. that like, honor our heritage. Yeah. Also, Super Size Me. Yeah. I don't want anything more American than McDonald's. Actually, you know what would be a good one? Hmm. Hamlet 2. Doesn't have anything to do with America. I recommend everybody watch it. <laughs> good Burger. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Tucson. <laughs> yeah, you are blessed. Burger, there we go. You are blessed. Everywhere will be better than Tucson. American Psycho. With, uh, <laughs> Wall Street? No, I don't know. American Morals in London? There we go. Americans getting revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Take that other country. Uh, well, would you like another beer? I would. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, ooh, from Founders Brewing out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, we have their Scotch style ale known as Dirty Bastard. Woo! Eight and a half percent Scotch ale. Let's uh, read the back here. So good it's almost wrong. Dark ruby in color and brewed with seven varieties and poured malts, complex and finished with hints of smoke and peat. Paired with small, uh, sorry, paired with a malty richness and a right hook of hot power to give it the bad attitude that a beer named Dirty Bastard has to live up to. Ain't for the wee lads. There we go. In honor of Peasy, aka Donald Sutherland. <laughs> yeah. All right. Talk. Alright, he's opening up the beer. Yay! Alright, I just glug it. Glug it in there. He has such a gentle pour. I don't know if any of you guys are going to be able to hear that. So this, wow, is a super clear beer for being so dark. It's almost it actually, it looks like watered-down coffee, but, like, super crystal clear. Like, yeah. you could read through that thing. Check out that big, thick head. Mmm. Got a rich, thick, creamy head. Which is persistent. Oh, we'll be here shortly. Let's see him. <laughs> She's taking a sip. She seems to be enjoying it. Eyes are rolling about her head. Mmm. Mmm. Wow, that is an eight and a half percent beer. Very, very malt forward. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's fucking delicious. I mean, I'm sorry, Franken delicious. That tastes like caramel <laughs> corn. 
It's very peasy drinking. <laughs> it's, it's super caramely, or like a caramel apple. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Excellent, yep. excellent yep. version yep. of the Scotch Ale. Alright, well, fun facts for this movie. Fun facts! Um, Something has to be fun about <clears> this movie. Oh, it, a lot of these facts are uh, pretty interesting. Um, this was, in 1985, the biggest and most expensive box office disaster in British film history and was almost single-handedly responsible for a decade-long financial crisis in the industry. Oh my god. It was that bad. This movie, like, tanked British filmmaking? How, how bad was it? Uh, it was nominated for four Razzies, uh, but it didn't win any because it, it faced the unstoppable juggernaut of 1985 Sylvester Stallone and Bridget, uh, oh my God, Bridget Nielsen, uh, who basically swept the awards for Rocky Four <laughs> and Rambo First Blood Part Two, basically sweeping all wow. the major acting, directing, screenwriting, duo, all that stuff. Wow. I, I don't know. I would much rather watch either of those movies than this one again. This movie was, like, unwatchably boring. It, it really was. Oh, my God. I, I can't... I, we can't say that enough. Don't force yourself. To don't watch it. it. Also, how bad was it? Al Pacino took four years off from acting after <laughs> this movie. And it wasn't... Yeah, four years later with... Uh, oh, I don't know, Steve. Uh, what was the movie? I don't know. Did you not write it down? I did not. Okay. Uh, All right, keep reading fun facts and I'll figure it out. All right. <laughs> it wasn't a good one. I remember that. <laughs> All right, keep reading. I'll figure um, it out. Apparently, uh, allegedly, there were other actors that were uh, possibilities for Dobbs, including Robert Duvall, <laughs> Richard Gere, Harrison Ford, and Dustin Hoffman. Out of all of those... I'd probably watch Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sea of Love was Sea of Love. Film. That's it. Yeah. Oh, that is not a good-looking cover. No, it's, it's not a good movie for what I recall of it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I also wanted to bring up something from the movie <laughs> I thought was hilarious. Mm -hmm. The uh, cockfight scene. Oh, <laughs> my God, yes. So there's a whole scene where... Um, it's supposed to be a cockfight, and it's two British guys slapping chickens <laughs> against each other. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like they're just like holding in their hands, like three feet from each other, and just boop, 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 like running them into like, each other. And the chickens are like, "What the fuck?" It was like if they're playing with the chickens. Quit hitting yourself. Quit hitting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> quit, quit hitting your friend Dave. Quit hitting your friend Dave. <laughs> and the chickens are just like, "What's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> Those, are, those were some super confused chickens. Yeah. It was a real quick, like, ten-second scene overall, but it was just really like, what, what are we watching? By the way, honey, I have some really sad news about that scene. The chickens mm -hmm. involved in that scene. Yeah. They're dead now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they were probably dead later that week. <laughs> it's been 20... Thanks to the catering team. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry, folks. It's been 26 years. Those chickens are dead. <laughs> oh, it's, it's been 30 years. There you go. Yeah, wow. Um, so what did we learn from this movie? Uh, that Al Pacino <laughs> was in a movie worse than Geely. Oh. <laughs> I haven't seen Geely, but probably so. I, I wait, actually, I have seen one scene of Geely mm -hmm. with Christopher Walken talking about <laughs> putting ice cream on his head. That's better than any point in this movie, so I'll go with that. Honey, <laughs> this, 
Gigli has Christopher Walken. That's true. <laughs> okay. Even if he just walked past the camera, it would have been more exciting than any of the scenes in this movie. Yeah. I did not fear for the characters at any point. No, especially since you know, Daisy kept popping up everywhere randomly. It was like, who gives a fuck? Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, I what learned, did you learn from this movie, Lover? <laughs> I learned uh, this movie was basically Braveheart. Mm-hmm. If it had sapped out all of the humor. All of the joy. The romance. Um, any points of levity whatsoever. <laughs> if you took all the joy and humor out <laughs> of... If you took anything good out of Braveheart, you would have revolution. <laughs> so does that mean if, if you... Oh, and then had everything everything narrated by Mel, uh, Mel Gibson, too. <laughs> or maybe it's the wrong Pacino. <laughs> so if you remove Mel Gibson from a film, do you just get a Pacino film? No. Okay. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Picturing Pacino and Lethal Weapon. Because <laughs> they did have the same air in the 80s, apparently. <laughs> oh, by the way, Al Pacino in this movie looks like John Rambo. Yeah. Yeah, they got the, the pooped out 80s hair. Oh, and yeah. It's fantastic. And it's like over his bandana, his America bandana. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bad movie. Ooh, mm. another thing I learned. Who could just take boats and give people IOUs for 75 bucks back in the day? As long as you have a mob, honey, you can do whatever you want. Well, that's true. Yeah. I, I mean... The, it's, the movie's kind of interesting because, like, the the American Revolution told through the eyes of an English director and, I assume, screenwriter and everything else, where it's like, yeah, it's just people being people. They didn't want to be taxed, blah, blah, blah. It's not the super, like, George Washington coming out of nowhere, played by Chris Hemsworth and, like, lopping heads off with his, <laughs> sword, with his bayonet. And, um, wait, wait. <laughs> George Washington zombie hunter? Ooh, we got there with Lincoln Vampire Hunter. By the way, if you've not seen Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter... We're saving it for President's Day, so... <laughs> can, can I just say the scene where they're sword fighting on horseback? Buffalo. Or Buffalo. Is it Buffalo? I think it was Buffalo, and then at one at point... Any rate, it was a champion. <laughs> yeah. At any rate, when there's a gun slash sword fight <laughs> on top of a stampede... That's a good fucking movie, I'm sorry. By the way, I believe Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter may be more historically accurate than this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going out on a limb there. And I I base that merely on the fact there was an Abraham Lincoln at some point in history. I'm not entirely sure there was a Tom Dobb who had these mystical adventures. You're right, and Abraham Lincoln did have that facial hair. He did. And that hat. That hat, and... I, I assume his cane doesn't, was bladed. Actually, doesn't his friend give him the hat, like, halfway through the yes. movie? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all part of the character development. Oh. Then he becomes a outright killing machine. President's Day can't come soon. <laughs> yeah, <I> know, right. <laughs> We're going to be the only people having a President's Day celebration. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we, well, we got to do a whole lot of presidential movies in February when that oh, comes out. February. Oh, that was going to be Frigiwary or whatever. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> also, it's uh, Black History Month, honey. And? So we got to wait until uh, Barack Obama Witch Hunter comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Or we have to wait till Wesley Snipes becomes president, then we can just do all the plays. Well, 
Who else is going to play Barack Obama? Will Smith? <laughs> right. It's got to be Wesley Snipes. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, or, or Ice T or Ice Cube. Ooh, Ice T. Ice T. <laughs> no, no, no. I got it. Will Smith plays Barack, and because everybody's been talking about Michelle's awesome arms, Wesley Snipes plays Michelle. Oh. We know That's he can, actually really good. <laughs> we know he can wear a dress. Yeah, too long, too. Oh, my gosh. There's presidents. Uh, I'm seeing <laughs> a trailer already. Get it, presidents? Get it? I get it. Get it? Get it. It's, See, like, it's like precedent, but it's president. Because they're presidents. <laughs> I'm sure everybody in the internet is laughing at myself right now. <laughs> they're all like, oh, God, shoot the drunk girl. Uh, so, yeah, that was Revolution. Yeah. Uh, figured we'd throw that one here for a nice little Fourth of July celebration. Uh, we were going to do another movie, but we'll save that for next time. If you have Netflix, watch Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. The, the third in the Honey, We Shrunk uh, franchise. The penultimate installation of the Honey, I Fucked Up trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Rick Moranis, um, he's like like everybody... Pretty much every guy can be like, well, I didn't invent the shrinking machine to shrink our children, did I? Yeah, man. <laughs> Father of the year, right here. Exactly. Uh, well, it's been wonderful. Mm-hmm. Have a happy and safe 4th of July weekend, everybody. Definitely. Try and stay cool. And in the meantime, I'm Steve. And I'm Nikki. And this was Everything I Learned From Movies. Have a good night, everyone. Gotta be fresh.